my name is Mr. X, but you can call me Leo. This is an update from the road trip. My friend Dennis, formerly known as Nutty on Stereo, the broadcaster's app, now known as Inyasa, have been editing some of the interviews we've been doing on the road. Hope you like the following excerpts. Shout out to your 310 boy. That's Y-A-310-B-O-Y. This is his cut. It's called Not Like Mines. Yeah, 310 boy. Met him on the stereo app. We'll be using some of his music for some comedy skits as well as some other podcasts. You are listening to the full blooded podcast on stereo known as Uncle Leo. Go to Uncle Leo Comedy on Instagram. Hear more about me. Go to Uncle Leo Comedy channel, type in channel on YouTube, and go to free paperclip news for some of the stuff I've already done on the road. I'm taking road trips. I want to meet you. Tell me what you think about this following interview with Dennis, good buddy of the family, and Yasa in the house. Shout out to Aaron X in Idaho. What ho? Idaho? You know who. He's finally becoming a member and seeing the truth by listening to the podcast, the full-blooded podcast. See ya. Well, do your thing, man. You know what to do. Full-blooded podcast. <clears throat> Three. Two. Two. One. One. Get cracking. My name is Mr. X, but you nah, can call me Leo. You can call me Inyasa. What are we going to talk today on the Full Better Podcast? I don't know. This is on you, brother. This oh. is, look, look, this is the last night that we're going to be physically together at the conclusion of this road trip. I got bummed out yesterday. I got bummed out today. I got bummed out yesterday because I said this is our last, our last podcast and together no live. And you said, no, we're going to do lots more, but... It, Remember I told you I have abandonment issues? Well, I'm not abandoning you, motherfucker. I live in Fresno. You live here. I don't pay rent here. And that's why I don't expect empathy from you. But what I was about to say was, <laughs> I've been telling you that one day we'll talk about it. So I guess this is not the time. But why not? So thank you for, for remembering that. Um, when I make friends <laughs> with someone... Was I like lacking in compassion in that moment? <laughs> I apologize. No, just memory wife. capacity. Okay. Yeah. No, no worries. Cause I know how you are when people don't listen to you, and I'm the exact same way. And I know how you are reminding me about always giving people pop quizzes. Yeah. I tell how many times have I said I'm gonna have a pop quiz on this later. I tell a lot of people the same thing. So, here go fucking, here go fucking pop quiz. What is smoke to your choke? Smoke till, till, till you choke? Smoke till you choke. What, is that? what does that mean? Uh-oh. I'm thinking there's no stopping. Mm. Just keep smoking. Mm. I mean, when you're dead, you don't know you stopped, so there's no stopping. Mm. When you're dead, you don't know shit else, right? Everything when, else don't matter. When you're did dead. you see the back of my license plate of my Mercedes? What did it say? You're talking about paying attention to details? See? I paid attention to that motherfucking man. The only thing I paid attention on that fucking Mercedes was the, uh, the size sign. Okay, because usually the first thing you want to check is that the tags are good. Right? I bet if they are. 
Oh, trust me, I don't usually have my tags updated. I, I wait a while. I wait a while. Before I do it. Because I'm not decided yet. But when I knew we were doing this trip, I go, that's the most important thing. We don't want to get pulled over for tags. Right. So I thought you might notice the tags in the Mercedes. So I don't think you did. Okay. Probably 2017. No, they're good. They're good. But number two, the license frame, uh, frame around it says you oh. can you can rest when you're dead. Yes. I see that part. I didn't see the license plate part. And and you know who's saying that is? It's, an, it's an, well, a lot of people. Is but that, is that dull? Name a documentary. Uh, is that dull? It's the name of a documentary. Is that dull? Is that the fucking uh, poker legend? No, it's um, Steve Aoki. Who? Steve Aoki. Who the fuck is that? He was a DJ in Las Vegas for the last 20 years. He's like house music, crazy music, yeah. awesome music, hip music, nightclub music. He's always headlining. Me and Doki don't know each other. Okie dokie. That's as far as I know as Doki. And his father started the Benny Hanna franchises. Mm. His body, my dad was a baller. Now I can eat Benny Hanna's when I want to. But him and his father had a run-in when he was six, when he was 16. I'm good. Thank you. When he was 16, he went to work like his older brother for his father's restaurant. And these are typical hardcore Japanese. So you start at the bottom and prove to me that you can listen, pay attention, stay focused, and do everything I tell you. It was okay. So the first day, all he did was cut onions. Six fucking hours, cut onions. And he knows how to listen. And he knows how to watch. Because for six hours, he watched and listened to cut onions. His original love was to be a rocker. There's old videos of it. This is a great documentary. That's what it's called. You can rest when you're dead. And and, and anyway, um, that's what we were talking about right now. How you're smoking till you choke. And then you said, well, you don't know you're dead. I'm like, yeah. And you also don't know you're resting. And Alan Watts had a great application on death. He said, once in a while... Allow your mind just to drift and go down that rabbit hole. What would it be like if you're dead? What would it feel like to not feel, to not think? To not... It's quite an interesting little 10-minute tidbit. But that would be a contradiction to everything taught to people. Because when you're dead, people would think that either, you know, knowing their own sins and shit like that, they would already have in their mind they'll be in a moment of torment. Or they would think about them being in paradise. They wouldn't re- uh, relatively fucking make the association whether they were good or bad they would just make the association of where they would be you hear me can I stop you on that word talk about sins you talked about that before used the word sins before I heard something interesting on a podcast today between Sam Harris Sam Harris who is that he's a neurosurgeon from uh, UCLA that's where he got his doctor's degree and he's got his Masters in, uh, I forgot, uh, I don't know if it's philosophy or if it's ideology, oh thank you, but anyway, he's got a, a podcast and it's called Making Sense, he's also the creator of the app, it's a simple meditation app, I wish I knew the name, and you guys do through meditation, he's been meditating for 30 years, mm-hmm. he's in his 50s, probably late 50s now great podcast, it's really slow man, it's really slow, and he talks with Jordan Peterson is from Canada and he's a professor okay. and they said something that reminded me of you today so I'm listening to the podcast you know I'm dozing off on my recliner and I thought about you because here's what they said 
that morality is a perceived science. It's a perceived understanding. It's a perceived essence. Like your morality is point, different. Is different if you're a Muslim in Saudi Arabia. It's different. It's different from the Japanese Buddhist. Every, it's right. So that's why I make me think about Alan Watson. I'm like, you know what? That's true. Morality is something that we subscribe to whether we know it or not. So when you say sins, what what morality or, or what gauge or what meter are you using we to don't care. There's not one. Everybody has How do you know it's a sin then? Well everybody everybody who practices a religion, a faith, a structure of uh, spiritual morality, all of them. Even Satanism. The satanic practices, both of them go by fucking good and bad. So when I say sin or blessing, each religion has their term, has their definitive. Right, but I wasn't talking about. I was talking about you. You using keep using sin, like the sins of this, the sins of that. So what sins are you talking about? The sins of the father, the sins of yourself, the sins that you put upon this earth. You as in your your individual as you? Your individual self. I'm not talking about your clan, but you as an individual. What you put upon yourself? Yes. Okay. The things you put into this earth and what you have to atone for. Is this how you would be talking to yourself in your mind? The things that you you carry, the things of your father? Is this this what you mean? Something like that. But I I, I learned the phrase of sins of the father from, uh, uh, what was that? Uh, It was a documentary series on Pablo Escobar's children called Sins of the Father. Viking legend and there's a movie based on that and it's a Viking legend and it's the sins of the father in which the curses of the new king of the new throne must suffer from you know what I mean mm-hmm. and uh damn it I forget what the name of that fucking Viking show is how do you feel about I have to ask you because I'm a big fan of the Tudor's uh series on Netflix talks about King Henry the Eighth, who beheaded or chopped off a lot of his wives. I think he had like five of them or something. I can't remember anymore. And go over there, take a picture. Um, I, I, I'm gonna guess you haven't heard of it yet. No. T, uh, not so much the Netflix series, but the family T U D O R S, the British family that started the royal family. And now we have Queen Elizabeth. T U D R E. Uh, ORS the Tudors and they were the one of the noble families in England that was fighting with the other families to be uh, the next family sitting on the throne it's I, it's quite an interesting story be, only because he's the same dude that beheaded all his wives mm-hmm. and started the Protestant religion and what was in there? King Henry VIII big guy redhead so he was more powerful than King James I don't know anything about King James. I only know about him because of the Netflix series. Okay. Yeah. But but the reason why I'm bringing this up is because we were just talking about a couple of things that reminded me of that. You you know a lot about history, and I'm thinking, hmm, I should ask him about this. I really need to go study up on that. Be, yeah, because you know what's fascinating to me is when I go back in the history of like, why does Queen of England? <coughs> why does the Queen of England right now have so much power? Why, why is she in the top 10 people that rule the world and make decisions and policy behind back doors? 
She's just an older woman who people don't realize how powerful her family really is and how much of the world they actually own. Yes, you just made a key point. She doesn't uh, speak as just uh, one person. She speaks from the position of a family talking. That's right. A rich tribe. Yeah. Very influential. A very influential yeah. but tribe. But we don't see them like that. They no. Was, they're put like, oh, look at yes. that. Yes, and, yes and, because they, they desensitize the public mm-hmm. to the true power that they have. You did. She's been off in fucking power for over 70 years. That's what over I'm seventy years. It is absolutely insane. That's a that's a dictatorship, right? You dig? Right. But they call it a monarchy instead of a dictatorship because the rest of the world accepts her fucking rulership. If she was to do something that was opposed or morally unethical to the rest of the world, mm-hmm. she would be considered a, a female dictator. And how many of those have we known? Short lived, if any, if any. Left, yeah, there was Evita, but I'm not sure if she was a dictator or not. But I know what you're saying. But I just find it fascinating because when it, when you look at the history of that government and who's in power and of the royal family house and when people fuck up, they just think she's talking for her that right. she's in control. She's not speaking for her. She's speaking with the authority, as you said before, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. of a family, of a bloodline, of mm-hmm. a crest. Mm-hmm. Thank you. And this is the same crest that, and I'm going to call it cabal because it sounds scary and I needed to sound scary because it wasn't until the end of this road trip that I told myself, okay, I'm here. It's time to act. I got what I needed. I told Dennis, I'm more confident because I'm going on the right track. Let's get more serious about the narratives or messages that I want to put out there. And hurling over deep state, great conversation with him on stereo. Basically, I'm realizing that if it's not the cabal, if it's not the elite, if it's not There's the somebody. Illuminati, if it's not the top 10% of the world, it's got to be somebody because right now this world does not make any fucking sense. It doesn't. It won't. I walked downstairs, saw my son playing GTA, Grand Theft Auto, is that what it is? Yeah. And I had done a podcast three months ago, or on stage, I can't remember, and in there I had brought that up. Uh, Chris, Chrissy, can you believe how touching that song was from Buddy Love, oh, no. Mr. K? Yeah, it was I, I got really, I got really I thought emotional. you did. Yeah, I knew that. Yeah. Yeah. And it's time to get emotional again on the Full Blooded Podcast. Monday <laughs> Stereo Road Trip Conclusion Full Blooded Podcast Week Guess Chrissy, Uncle Leo, Faye, I'm a million love for network queen. His profile says, just out here trying to make the right choices in life, especially when it comes to dealing my kids. My goodness, who doesn't love a wonderful dad like that? And talk about the talent this man has.